Welcome to Event Up, the place where people enthusiastic about events stay in the know on the latest trends within the events industry. Live, hybrid, and virtual experiences. From virtual events to conferences, award galas, and everything in between. Here's your host, Amanda Ma. Hello, welcome to Event Up, the place to get the latest and greatest in event industry news, ideas, and topics. In this episode, we'll be discussing everything from DEI to HR best practices. Today, I'm joined by Carolina Vera, Director of Strategic Partnership, DEI, where CareMax, Inc. Carolina is an authentic leader, financial strategist, and a diversity and inclusion champion with a passion for the advancement and empowerment of BIPOC communities. She's an award-winning professional and entrepreneur with a successful trajectory in creating communities, initiatives, and strategic partnerships. She believes in the power of building community by working together in financially sustainable initiatives that positively impact humans and communities. At CareMax, Carolina leads the sustainability and DEI strategy where she makes ESG and purpose part of the DNA of CareMax, its mission and its team members. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you so much, Amanda, and thank you for that wonderful introduction. It's a pleasure for me to be here and to get to know your audience a little more. Great. I think, you know, we always start off with a little bit of background. So if you could share, how did you get into this industry? Yeah, so I actually started in the renewable energy industry. So, you know, everything that... Um, everything that it's about circular economies and making things last longer than what it's expected speaks to me. Uh, and it's very close to my heart and protecting the environment, but also with protecting the environment and making places more sustainable, that ties to healthcare. And it makes making sure that everyone has access to healthcare, making sure that, um, that everyone has uh, the ability to be seen by a doctor, taking care of their physical, mental, and social economic, socioeconomical needs, that's important to me. And so when I moved to Miami a couple years ago, a few years ago, I'm not going to date myself here, but um, uh, obviously it, it was a few years ago, and uh, I this is the industry to be in here in South Florida. There's a lot of investment in healthcare, particularly for senior adults, uh, older adults. So it, it was necessary. It was a, a field that spoke to me and I'm pretty blessed to be doing and working to, making by, to make sure that the most vulnerable communities, they have access to healthcare and they can be provided for and taken care of. That's wonderful. And I love that when I was reading your bio, you know, prepping for this session, it just has some, so many of the words like community inside. So I know it's like very holistic approach, but I just love that because a business, I believe is not truly just about business, but also how they kind of integrate being part of the ecosystem in the community. Oh my God, you're speaking my language, Amanda, because I truly believe that's the only way that going forward, businesses are going to be truly successful, right? They're going to speak to a larger audience. They're going to speak to uh, customers, their, their talent, their pool of, of employees and, and team members. Um, it's by being sustainable. It's by thinking uh, in terms of people, planet, prosperity, but also purpose. So all those elements need to align. And, and there's 
there's that sweet spot that if you do it with heart and you do what's you're, you're very intentional about what you, what you do, that's when things flow, right? And businesses are starting to think that way. And it's, it's, a, it's a great moment to be leaving here. There's obviously challenges <laughs> and big challenges. Um, however, to see the progression towards a better and more sustainable world and, and w- um, with more empathy and kindness, that's what I, 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 I try to work towards, whatever I do, right? That's so wonderful to hear. And you know, we always talk about crisis create opportunity. Where are some of the ideas perhaps you guys learned through the pandemic or through the pivot that you guys have? No, of course. So as a business, we learn that we can provide healthcare, not only the traditional way, you know, you can go and see your doctor, but you can also just call and check on people, on your patients, on your team members, and make sure that they have somebody to talk to. During the pandemic, there was a lot of uh, patients of ours who felt lonely, right? They couldn't leave their homes. So, and they did, they couldn't talk to anyone. And then and their whole life changed because now they're in quarantine and they cannot leave their homes. Um, and they used to go to visit our centers to interact with, you know, the staff or with other patients. So just a more holistic approach, checking in on people, uh, ensuring that they have access to internet or resources like like uh, the equipment, the computers, uh, the laptops. That is what we learn. The use of telehealth. Coincidentally, also social media played an important role because that's the way that we could communicate with them. So all of those elements um, as well as, and more than anything, understanding not only what the patients needed, but also what our, our team members needed. Um, what are they asking for? They're asking to be, uh, for companies to be more responsible, more uh, to speak about social justice. Uh, many things happened during the pandemic, but also they're asking for, hey, I want you to be my partner. So worry, talk to me about mental health, financial health, um, you know, not only physical, but everything that makes me human. So it, it, was a, it was a time, an interesting time to become more human through the use of internet and all the resources available, but still not forgetting that at the end of the day, we're human and we have needs that go beyond the nine to five. I agree. And I love that Teladoc is so accessible and so mm-hmm. So it's definitely, you know, one of the great things that came out through the pandemic. And you're right. People are no longer just looking for a place to work, to clock in, clock out. They're lo- looking really for purpose driven mm-hmm. and really say, hey, what does this company believe in? And does that fall in line with what I believe in as a human, as you said, right? So those are all need to be aligned. So I think the workforce has really changed and that's why it drives a lot of conversation like what you and I are talking about here today. So in terms of, you know, looking at 2022, what does that look like for you guys in terms of, you know, are you doing more in-person events or virtual or hybrid? Like, how are you engaging with your employees? Um, so definitely it's a hybrid schedule. There's, uh, there's some employees who need to be, in our case with CareMax, we have medical centers. So they need to be at the centers because they're frontline workers, frontline heroes, as we call them. And uh, they need to provide that service. Um, there's a, a different part of the teams that um, they're more inclined and, and have the ability 
to just show up to the office a couple of days a week and then the rest work remote and others who work remote all the time. There's always an opportunity though to connect either in person and we can we can we do make an effort to connect in person at least you know have those special uh, like sort of like a retreat or um hey let's hang out the happy hour can be virtual but it can be also in person so we do connect in that in that way uh but more than anything i think it's also ensuring that we're listening to them if they want if they need to connect even if it's not with a whole team, but just one-on-one, -on -one, there's that opportunity. Uh, we're providing opportunities for mentorship and sponsorship and all, everything in between. So it's, there's a strong focus, as you can imagine, on being more inclusive and making room for authenticity. Because authenticity and making sure that when you allow somebody to be themselves, it, that's when they truly believe that they're part of a group, right? And a, a part of a team. And that's when you perform be your best and do your best. When you know that it's more of a business relationship, but it's more of a personal, you're, you're, you are, your concerns are my concerns. That's when I'm gonna give you my best. Definitely. And I actually happened to be watching a show recently and they talk about what is your personal brand? And it's mm -hmm. funny because the response back was, the, personal brand, the best personal brand is when I can be myself and you can be yourself, right? So it really ties it in and I, I love just what you share. So I guess based on that, are you seeing any trends within the, in your industry? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. So I think it's more of a, I see the trend to become better partners. Uh, finally, companies in bigger organizations are trying are, are understanding that their team members are not only there for a paycheck like you mentioned there's a sense of purpose and mission and vision that need to align so I, I i believe and i see it more often where they understand that it's a it's a partnership right it's it's a relationship where i'm i'm also important employees are owning their voices are owning who they are and they they see their value and that's what they're bringing to the table and that's and they're asking for what's what I, what it's been fair the whole time but now they're asking for hey this is what i'm supposed to be paid this is what i want to, i want to be doing this is where's my future where am i going with the organization what's what's the path right let's talk about this and those are difficult but necessary conversations to have so i see that happening a strong focus on um, customer service member experience uh, customer experience team experience so making sure that everybody um, everybody's needs are being hurt. Maybe you cannot solve all the problems and I get it, but there's always something that you can start doing towards the bigger and long-term strategy, right? You can do little by little, at least show that you care and show progress. I think um, we are, we as, as part of a, a bigger, bigger corporation or a smaller business or whatever is in between, we are we tend to be more forgiven and, and more understanding knowing that you're working towards uh you know making it better for me or and and being part of making me a better human rather than not doing anything not saying anything that's when we have bigger issues so i do see a lot of uh, social justice being spoken about more often um which i support uh, tremendously 
and talking about the environment, talking about everything that affects us. So I, I, I see more and more organizations doing that and I applaud those efforts, right? That's what we should all be striving for. Like you said, it's, it's the whole holistic approach. And change takes time. You mm -hmm. know, you're 100% right. As long as you're moving towards that and communicating that, then that's to the people that whether it's work for you or that you work with, they value that now. You know, so if you haven't thought about that, perhaps this is a good time. And I know there's some people that are a little bit timid. They're like, they feel like they have a huge checklist, you know, when it comes to like DEI and inclusive. <laughs> I'm like, no, just start with one, right? They're like, exactly. how you start? Just start with one and then go from there, right? You don't have to do all 10 this year. You know, exactly. maybe just to pick a few that you want to focus on and every, whether every year, every quarter, you could do it. And we're, we're doing that internally here at our agency too. continue to build a strong culture and, you know, make sure it's very inclusive as well. Right. And that's, you're right. Like, that's all you can do. Mm -hmm. right? putting it in. And remember, resources are limited, right? It's not like you have all the money in the world, all the time in the world, all the people in the world. That's, that's not how it should work it, and because it's never going to work. But understanding what your, your strengths are, your limitations are, and making plans around that and what you want to see in the future, what, what's the perfect, and ask for a question, ask questions. The best people to ask questions to are your team members because they know that they understand the business that you hire them for a reason, right? You, you trust them. They know what they're doing. So ask them and make them part of the decision-making process. But that means empowering them to uh, do more, be more, to be authentic, to share ideas. And that drives innovation. That drives uh, new products, new services that are created. It's amazing. And it doesn't, to me, it's like, it doesn't take uh, a whole lot to be more inclusive, just listening and, and being um, transparent about what you think. So why not? start somewhere right we can all do something a hundred percent and since we're on this topic you know i think it's a great segue into my next question then what are some really um what are some good hr best practices right now that we could all use listen i'm a firm believer of um creating a, a professional path for your your team members i believe a hundred percent that that's what team members want to see. They, they want to understand, okay, what's the, what does the future look like um, for me? And uh, in, in how are you involving me in, in strategy, in, in future projects? And what, are you, what's the, what am I going to gain out of this experience? And I think it's something that it's valuable and important. Um, opportunities for mentorship. So your senior leaders uh, sharing a few a couple hours of their time every month with uh, more younger and inexperienced professionals, but opening the door there and giving them an opportunity to grow, right? And to learn from, from, from the experienced ones. That means so much to the team members, but also it keeps, when you're doing something for others, don't you feel good? You feel like, oh my God, I did something good today. I, everything looks pretty. So that it works both ways, right? One learns and the other, the other person is also learning. Now it's learning what's possible, right? And in, in uh, opening your heart to others and helping others, it's, it's one of the best feelings out there. Um, but now organizations need to also trust their ERGs, invest in their ERGs. Um, 
they need to hopefully <laughs> look at their boards and uh, ensure that there's equal representation or they're striving for equal representation. And it's not only male and female, it's uh, are, you, are you having people of color? Are you having even people that, with special abilities in, in your board consider all of that, right? Different people, different experience uh, and different um, in what we call diversity of thought. That's also part of the, of what you're looking for, right? And also older, younger, everything in between, everything counts towards being a more diverse organization. Boards, uh, management team, leadership team, executives, everything, everything does count. Uh, provide support and have transparency and open lines of communication. I think that's crucial. Definitely. And it's funny, one of the boards I sit on we needed more diversity because it's all older people. So we're like, we need to recruit some, you know, some people that are younger than 30. So that was like one of our target goal to recruit like two member board members that are at that age range. Cause like you said, diversity in terms of ideas and mindset, which is mm -hmm. have, there's actually statistic out there is actually very beneficial for businesses. Absolutely. And you know what, not everybody, you don't need to know everything, right? And you, you can know everything, but everybody specializes in something. I mean, there's something that speaks to each one of us and it's it's different, right? Some people love social media, marketing, communication. Some others love to sell and they're, they're natural sellers. So the, the, the whole idea is to bring that diversity into the decision-making process. And that happens at the boards, that happens with your management team. But yeah, I mean, if you bring somebody new, most likely they're going to be really good at social media and that helps the organization. Um, most likely they're going to be in tune with what's, what's new and trendy and that also helps an organization. So all of those great things are, come, to, come to play if you allow yourself to bring that diversity into your, your organization. And what is the best way to start your company culture to be more DI friendly? I am a big believer of open, line, open lines of communication. So that's part of it. Um, uh, supporting your ERGs, like I said, uh, if there's a possibility to uh, provide them with a budget so they can bring speakers or they can um, get some type of training, that's also so important. Um, I believe also in joining organizations. So the company can join uh, chambers, uh, groups for professionals, but also incentivizing and, and even um, celebrating the fact that your own team members are part of different organizations. Because by the whole idea is that you learn, if you associate with other people that do the same that you do, you probably learn something great, but you're gonna learn something about what you already knew Great, you're gonna expand your knowledge, all good. But when you go ahead and, and you know, now you're out of your zone of uh, comfort zone and you're learning, you're, you're in finance and you're learning about marketing, about public relations, doesn't it make you more, like more whole, more complete? Then you truly, that's when you truly own your voice. That's when you truly, see more and more, more value. When you surround yourselves with people that know more than you do, 
that's that's giving you the opportunity to learn. So when you, as an organization, celebrate that your your team members are joining a, net, a networking event that probably has nothing to do with, with what they do, but where they're going to learn something, celebrate those episodes, uh, congratulate them, put them in your newsletter. And if you don't have a newsletter, share an email with the rest of the staff, because that's going to motivate the rest of the team to do something extra. And, you know, by being on, on those groups, they talk about the organization. I mean, that's what I do. Like I, I introduce myself. I tell you a little bit about what I do, but I also talk about the organization that I'm a part of. So that's also what I call free marketing, free publicity, but you become an ambassador of that organization. So what the best way is to invest in your team. And that's, that's the significance, if you ask me, of DEI, that you're investing in your team for them to be better professionals, better team members, better humans, because you know that if they're more fulfilled, they're going to come to work and they're going to be the best version of themselves. They're going to try to provide the best service all the time or you know hopefully they are feeling good that day but um you know that's the idea that they do their best because they they believe in what you're doing and then it all plays a role for sure and for those of you that are a little bit earlier on your journey for dei erg stands for employee resource group I know sometimes people ask us like yes i speak in code so can you break it down so i'm breaking it down for you guys but it's so true. I think Carolina gives so many fantastic tips. You know, those are all super digestible. And I think at the end of the day, kind of like what we were touching upon a little bit earlier, just making that step approach to understanding and educating yourself. And you don't have to know everything. I love what you said, Carolina, because you really put that in place so that people are not scared to try to step out, right? And learn a little bit more. And in terms of inclusion, do you have any tools that you can share with our audience today on how can they easily assess and kind of start their journey in terms of inclusion? Yeah, and, and before we before I answer that question, Amanda, you mentioned something great. Um, we're all, we don't have to know everything. We can know everything and we're, we will make mistakes. One of the best, one of the most common things that I see in all groups, uh, women, women of color, um, men, um, BIPOC communities, everything, we're so afraid of failure, particularly, particularly with women. And the beauty of failure is that we see it as a wrong, as a wrong thing, but that means that we've learned something that we tried something, maybe it didn't work out the, best, the, the, the first time, but you never know the, the second, the third, the fourth time, whatever it takes. If you're persistent, that's when you get your best results. I don't know, I've, probably you've applied to a company three times, well, try a fourth one. I've heard experiences where, oh my God, and the fourth time, that's when they, they hire me. And I finally, I'm finally part of the, my, uh, my dream organization. So, but if you had not, if you had given up after the first try, you wouldn't have done it. You wouldn't have achieved what you wanted to achieve. I would say every time you fail, you should celebrate that too, because it's part of your journey. It's part of the person that you're becoming. You are looking at the person that you're going to be five years from today. So, hey, just, just, just do it. And as far as inclusion, there's unlimited resources. I mean, I, I'm a firm believer of books. I love, 
I love to read. I learn by, by reading. I learn by um, networking with others and learning uh, and sharing best practices. I'm a firm believer that women are work podcasts. Are you kidding me? You get valuable information. So I think there's unlimited resources there, but if you truly want to make an investment on, on DI and as an organization, you you truly want to do something. If you don't have a, a, somebody who's experienced in DEI, then um, hire a consultant. And under they are the best tool, the best resource to put something in place to make your company uh, a, a champion of DEI or an advocate, whatever whatever the stage uh, the company is in. And then once you have that in place, leadership truly needs to believe in DEI. It's not about just talking. It's not about looking pretty on a report. It's not about, oh, posting something in social media. It's truly what are you doing internally to make that part of the day-to-day? -day? Are you um, having town halls where you mention that? Uh, are you supporting other organizations? Are you uh, encouraging your employees to, or and your staff members to be part of a, a community engagement or volunteer an opportunity? Are you creating opportunities? Are, are you creating partnerships with other organizations for your, your team members to volunteer their time? Are you okay with them taking a half a day and volunteer by cleaning up a beach or something in that? So it, it is about that. And it's about what are you doing to, to, to uh, help them grow and become better professionals? Are you allowing them to use uh, an hour of their time to watch, uh, you know, a masterclass about uh, or learn about uh, how to be better at Excel or at communications? Are you bringing other people to your town halls or are you creating a town halls and you bring experts? Um, or are you, if you don't have that, do you have leaders who are willing to invest their time to teach something so your, your employees can, also, can learn something from them? Are you creating those opportunities? Um, are you having a, a 25 minutes for a coffee break where those leaders can share, hey, how to uh, do kick-ass presentations and, power, and use PowerPoint and what are your tricks? And all of that is important. All, that's how you become inclusive. But obviously, and if you feel that you, you, you truly want to make an investment in this, hire a, a, a DEI consultant. I firmly believe, believe in that. And then come up with a strategy, implement the strategy, invest in your people. Wonderful. See, she lays it all out so easily. Step one, two, three. <laughs> and I always say, if you don't know, hire a professional. I told yes. you the first thing. I was like nodding because <laughs> you know, I, I go to a professional dentist. I don't even attempt to try to pull out my own teeth, right? <laughs> like when my car breaks down, I go to a professional mechanics. Just same thing, right? So you, there's so many experts right out there. I mean, even mm -hmm. for us, when people need to do a professional event, they hire us. Right? Yeah, they, absolutely. You know, because absolutely. there's a difference in terms of how you produce it, right? And then how you elevate it. We do this on a daily basis. And same with DEI. We're not professional, but there are people who do this on a daily basis. And mm -hmm. that's their strengths. That's their zone of genius. Absolutely. And you know what? It, typically, this DEI consultants or um, the smaller agencies, that also represents something so huge for them, right? Because they, 
they they're not part of big organizations so whatever they make that's what they go that that's what goes to their children that's what goes to the household so when you invest in those DI consultants guess what you're also helping the economy the local economy so there's a given and a take there's a give and take and there's a, a sweet spot where everybody learns something but benefits from uh, tremendously right and that relationship that opportunity to hire people like that and, and experience that experience and bringing it to your organization that's priceless ultimately it's prices priceless so yeah if i if i want an, a great event i will <laughs> obviously i'm gonna call you because i maybe i've done something smaller but there's so many things i mean even with an event I'm, i can think of the the sound system i mean how many times have i failed at, at uh, little things in, at home and i'm thinking oh my god i should hire I should have hired somebody for the sound or I, I forgot about the photographer, but you already have all of those tools in place and you know who to call and you know who to who bring to the table. So yeah, of course, uh, there's experience is obviously there's a there's uh, a beauty and experience that you cannot just cover with uh, with your finger right there's there's a reality there that there's a why. Definitely. And I love how you, you know, through our conversation today, we continue to kind of bring it back to community because not only are you making an impact at CareMax, but also you're a part of the Hispanic Star Alliance as well. So like seeing all your impact and really doing so much in terms of authentic leadership and inclusion, belonging. I mean, these are all just such great value that not only are you a great value, like I mentioned to your company, but also in the community. You know, so I truly appreciate that. I would hope so. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was reading your bio. You have done so much. So my next question is, what is the, what has been, I guess, what is the pinnacle of your career so far? Oh my goodness. And it's probably, it's a twofold. Truly when you, when you look at the overall numbers and the, you know, at the end of the year, we produce a, a, an impact report or other people call it uh, corporate social responsibility, ESG, whatever it is. That's when you realize, okay, all those hours, long hours, or all that stress paid off, right? Because you, you see it in numbers, but also when you, you, you experience it and you're, you're in the trench and you're doing the work, and you meet that person and that, you know, that John or that Maria or that Amanda or that Carolina that were in need of help and support and you can touch their lives by doing something um, that maybe to you, it's, it doesn't mean too much. It's like, oh, it's an hour of your time. It's, but to them, it means the world. That's when I think um, it's, it's obviously dear moments, uh, and, moments that I treasure, uh, helping others, helping other women elevate and grow and advance speaking about talented people when they're not in the room. That to me is crucial, right? Cause I've been given opportunities because I know that people spoke about me when I wasn't in the room. It's easy to, to talk about somebody when they're standing next to you. Yes. But when they're not around and you still talk and, and raise your hand and say, listen, this person will be great for that. That's that truly is um, the reason to a reason to celebrate. And but uh, and then obviously I was recently named one one of the 100 Latinas, the most influential Latinas by Latino Leaders magazine. So that 
that spoke to me highly because I talk about representation a lot because I believe in it, right? I, I believe in doing your best, not only because, A, obviously you, you try to be your, the best version of yourself, but it's more about the impact that your actions, your words, uh, your work has on other people on other women who are looking up, who are looking for heroes, right? We're all looking to, looking up to who inspires me. Well, you can be an inspiration to others. Um, you can show what's possible by doing the work that you do. Because I remember like right now, Amanda, you're interviewing me, right? There were uh, three, four, five years ago, I was like, oh my God, I also, I want to do that. I want to be in a podcast or I want to interview people. And I want to, so, but by looking at other women doing it, oh, okay, it's possible. That's when it clicked. Oh my God, maybe, maybe if they're doing it, I can do it. So that, that's awards and, and pinnacles, like you mentioned, that they mean something because of the impact that you can have on other people. And that's what I wanted to make sure that I share with you. Yes, I love the awards. Don't get me wrong. Everybody wants, you know, that pat in the bag. And, and I love those moments of celebration. But truly, what, how that impact can touch somebody else's life, that to me is like, oh yeah, this is the best moment. So if I can continue doing that if, uh, in the future, that's a, that's another blessing, right? Hopefully God will grant me some time <laughs> to continue doing it. But yes, that, that would be it. That's so delightful to hear and congratulations on your award. That's a true Thank testament you. of the work that you do. Thank you so much. Now, of course, it, I feel privileged, blessed, and really humbled by the experience, right? Okay, so how do you practice self-care? We all, especially as women, I love asking our woman guest podcaster this question just because we do so much. So how do you practice self-care? That's a great question. Because that's something that I need to remind myself every morning to do it if I'm going to be fully transparent. Um, I do believe in affirmations. I believe in playing and, and saying that I am beautiful, reminding myself, right? My affirmations will be, I am beautiful, I'm powerful, the, you know, uh, uh, abundance, it's, it surrounds me. Things that go, uh, that are like that, uh, or those words, they, they speak to me and they truly, they make me feel like I can, I can do anything. And uh, there's days that I'm like 120, 200% and go, go, go. And there's days where I'm like, oh, I don't know, but but still, saying those affirmations, they make me stronger. I also like to meditate, but I meditate by praying and, you know, just making sure that I, I uh, speak to something or someone or uh, something bigger than myself. So I believe in that. Um, I do believe in uh, walking. <laughs> I do walk. I don't take baths. I'm not a fan <laughs> of baths, but I like massages. Um, and, and just taking time to, to do something that I enjoy. I do enjoy working. I'm not going to lie, but things like this, right? Conversations, uh, they also help me a lot. And I read a lot. I try to, to read a lot and I also like to learn. So every time that I can learn something new, go to school or take a class or a master class online or a podcast or something that helps me. I mean, it relaxes me. When I'm driving, I'm listening to a podcast because, it, hey, it makes the ride much more entertaining, but it also helps me learn something. And by learning something, I feel 
that my mental health <laughs> truly gets better. Oh my God, we're so similar. Ah! <laughs> it's funny because my girlfriends make fun of me. She's like, the way you relax is you listen to podcasts about business. Yeah. Like, how is that <laughs> relaxing? Right? Or I'm learning about leadership. You know, and every year I set a goal for myself. Like this year, I'm going to work on my speaking. Next year, I'm going to work on leadership. And I set a goal. And then they're like, why, why, why do you do that to yourself? You know, I'm like, but I you're a high it. achiever. You're a high achiever. And that makes you have, I know sometimes I'm like, people are going to think I'm crazy, but I love to learn. I love to be in that environment. I love to grab a book and, and read it and, and grab information and best practices and business books. Are you kidding? Yeah. We're aligned because I have so many, actually, um, I don't know if you, you've read the one from Zappos, uh, Tony Chase, uh, delivering happiness. Yes. yes. So good. That's uh, that's one of my favorite ones. Yes. So many. Oh my god. Okay, we gotta talk offline too. <laughs> uh, this is seriously like so many similarities here, and I just love talking with like-minded people. Um, and is there any additional advice that you would want to share with the audience today? You know, I've been, I, I, I don't know if it's this week or this whole month. It's personally. Um, it's been challenging because there's decisions being made for us that I wasn't expecting. And, and it, it really, and not only that, it's also what's happening around us with um, mass shootings and everything plays a role, right? It, it, it impacts us differently. And um, uh, certain Supreme Court's decisions, they don't align with what I personally believe in. So I know that it can be tough for some people out there uh, and to find uh, the reason to continue and to understand your purpose and to maybe things are not looking the way that you want it to see it or the way that you were expecting. But I believe in the silver lining and it's what do we learn from this? Where do we go from here? Uh, how do we move forward? And those are deep questions, but I invite everyone to, to think in that way and to know there's always hope, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. We need to understand what is, what is the, the, the lesson to be learned uh, and, and, and remember what we're made of and who we are and that our voices are valuable. Our voices have power. Our experiences, our, our struggles, our triumphs, everything makes, makes us the person that, that we are today and will continue to make us better in the future. We just have to, you know, we just have to um, meditate a little bit, understand who we want, um, talk to other people. If there's something bugging us, let's, let's, let's call somebody. And if you ever need help, mental support, mental health support, just reach out to someone. I, am, I, I, I do believe in um, mental health and it's a big issue for, for our communities and every type of community in the U.S. in, in total. But there, I think that we can all do something if we call somebody and just talk to that person. So I, and it's, I'm not, I just had to say this, not because I'm, <laughs> I want to sound, I want to leave on a, on a like sad note or anything like that. But I want to make sure that people know that there's help out there to be given, that you, that you can be a blessing to others by just reaching out. And there's, there's always an opportunity to reach out to someone that maybe you haven't spoken to in, in a long time, or maybe that you spoke 
spoke to yesterday, we all need to be heard and we all want to be seen and we all, all want to be part of something bigger than ourselves. And But more than anything, love your, your mistakes, love and appreciate uh, uh, your failures because they made you who you are today, but they, it's, it's the beauty in it because now you, you're better. You're a, you're a better version of yourself because of those. And there's nothing wrong with, with making a mistake. It's, it's proof that you're evolving and that you're growing. So celebrate those, not only the success, but celebrate those moments where you're like, oh, I messed up hugely, but you know, it's, it's part of the process. Definitely. You learn from that. You know, yeah. people say fail successfully, right? <laughs> I mean, I've never heard that before. Thank right. you for sharing. Okay. But you're right. Because every time you fail, you, you actually elevate because you're taking away new lessons. And there were so many fantastic key takeaways. I mean, I, I jot down a few that are my favorite that really stood out. One is really being human, right? As a company, is no longer just a workforce. I mean, we never treated our workforce that way, so it's a little bit different, but it's just at the day, be human, right? And then really having a strong focus on customer experience as well as team experience, which is also super important and helping them create that professional path, you know, so that they know where it's leading in terms of their journey as a professional, but also integrating the mentorship and last but not least, I love what you said just on the last component in terms of mistakes, right? It happens for a reason. And I always tell my kids, you miss 100% of the shot that you don't take. So then I say, try it and then try again. And there's a fantastic speaker. I forgot who it was, but they actually say they tell they ask their kids all the time. What have you failed on today? Oh, yeah. If they don't have an answer, then they'll say, well, go fail on something and tomorrow come back and share. <laughs> and I heard that early on. So I, I was really grateful, you know, because I try to integrate that because you got to teach people like you fail, you stand up, you fail, you stand up, you get back again. Right. That's how you continue to grow. Imagine, you know, like babies fall all the time, but if they just stop. They will never go to the next step. And it's so important, Amanda, it's so important. I, I commend you for doing that, but it's so important that we share this with our, our kids. And uh, if you don't have kids, I'm sure that people out there may have nephews or nieces or the neighbor's kids, right? We have to remind them, uh, especially if they're teenagers and, and uh, in their 20s, that it's okay, that, that it's okay to make mistakes. Um, there's there's a high rate of suicide uh, because they think they can deal with the pressure of, you know, not getting all A's in high school or college. So it's okay. It's okay. No, nobody's gonna, nothing's gonna happen because you don't did, you didn't do something um, exactly the way you had, you had uh, thought of doing it. It's okay. Yes, it's okay. And I love that you mentioned about reaching out because it, you'd be surprised when you vocalize it, someone else might say, oh my gosh, like I thought I was the only one. So I'm gl so glad you reached out. This has truly been amazing, Carolyn. <laughs> oh, and the last one, don't forget to vote. Please don't yes, forget yes, to yes, get yes. out and vote. Please. Don't forget to vote. <laughs> and then I wanted to make sure I asked it, what is the best way for people to get in touch with you? Of course, of course. Well, I'm always um, on... Uh, I'm active on LinkedIn and, and, and both LinkedIn and Instagram. So LinkedIn, uh, Carolina M. 
Vera, uh, V-E-I-R-A. And on Instagram, same thing, Caro, C-A-R-O, Veira, V-E-I-R-A. So um, just reach out. And like I said, even if you just want to just complain about things, I'm all, <laughs> I'm all ears. And if you want to celebrate failures or successes, I'm all ears too. I'm here for you, for everyone that needs to reach out. Incredible. Thank you so much, Carolina. Thank for you so much, Amanda. And for those of you that are tuning in, if you have any question or interested in reaching out to her, definitely look her up. This has been such a phenomenal session. So thank you all for making your time to tune in. Thank you for listening. Tune in next time on Event Up.